Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution, kids. Got a hot show tonight. Anybody who's a a fan of, of my films, you'll know tonight's guest as Peters. Talking about Edie Patterson. She recently just starred on the, the entire series Vice Principals on HBO with Danny McBride. She shot Gamby. She shot Gamby, kids. Um, her new show is called The Last OG. It starts this week on TBS. She's one of the funniest people on the planet and uh, one of the most interesting actors uh, I've gotten to work with. I think, shit, we've done five or six films together. She's absolutely brilliant. Um, her work is incredible. She's also one of the, the heads of the Groundlings. So if you're in L.A. and you're a fan of the Groundlings, go check her out. She's always doing live shows every week there as well. Um, she's one of the, the best in the biz and uh, grateful that she came on to do the show tonight. Um, got to sit down with, with uh, some of my beef fries. Uh, Jared Taylor from Drinking Bros and, uh, and Bert Koontz. And, uh, and do this interview, and uh, it was a real, real fucking treat. We love Edie to death, and uh, she's absolutely fucking hilarious. So we'll hop into that interview in a second, but at first, we've got some sponsors who pay for this uh, whole shindig to be on the air. First and foremost, our chief sponsor. You hear him in the opening. Uh, you see me wearing them in, in all the videos. Talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. What that means is they make it fresh in-house, boom, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, ship it out. Comes right to your your doorstep. Uh, Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. They got bags. They got K-Cups. My two two jams are the caffeinated as fuck and the just black blend. And uh, their, their coffee club of the month is what you need to hop in on. 
is they just deliver it to your house and it comes uh, the same date every single month and you will not be disappointed. It's about $4 cheaper than Costco and their apparel is second to none. You always see me wearing it in all my videos on Instagram at stjames, stjames, and Twitter. Uh, I love it. I, these guys are just doing it right across the board. Um and they're, they're veteran-owned, so support them. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for a one-time use of 20% off. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce is uh, they're, they're the day one homies. Um, they've been with us since day one on, uh, on both of my shows. Big fan of StrikeForceEnergy.com. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. You just rip it open and squeeze it into any liquid available. And it also goes in all, all your alcohols, um, which is what I like. And when I say all your alcohols, I mean all of them. So you can put it in vodka. You can put it in whiskey. You can put it in fucking Hennessy. And uh, it's flavored. So you can kind of mix up the flavor with uh, what you want your liquor to taste like. It's great. My, my jam is the Stradkas, as they call them, Strike Force and Vodka. Dump that right in. You can kick the can, kids. You don't need a Red Bull or Monster or Kickstart or any of that shit. Strike Force Energy replaces it. They got four tasty flavors: original, lemon, orange, and make America grape again. They also got a 750 milliliter bottle that sits on your bar top or countertop, and you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and motherfucking go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Revolution for 20% off. They also ship everywhere in the entire world. So no matter where you are listening around the globe, uh, they'll ship it right to you. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Again, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Uh, Next up, we've got StraightRazors.com. Big fan of Luke Webster and the boys. Uh, StraightRazors.com. They also also own Beard.com. They own a lot of .coms. Uh, they're, they're the finest in the, uh, male grooming industry. If I don't say so myself, their straight razors are amazing. If you're worried about using a straight razor, you can use a safety razor. Uh, they've also got shaving kits, um, across the board. So you can get, you know, shaving cream, uh, aftershave, aftershave is my favorite smolder smolder is my jam. Try a bottle of their smolder. If you're, if you're nervous about the rest of it, just try one bottle of that smolder aftershave and tell me it's not the fucking best. If it isn't, you can smack me right in the gooch when you see me. Go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. It's a great uh, place for a, a, like a nice Father's Day gift or a, or a bro or a dude if you don't know what to get them. Just get them a kit from straightrazors.com. Again, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. It is delightful. Last but not least, we're talking about the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. This app was created by two Green Berets out of Fort Bragg. And uh, with Facebook going out in flames, everybody's kind of looking for new, like new social media apps. Caillou, check them out. It's uh, it's free, no strings attached. Just go to uh, your iPhone or Android or whatever you're using, and uh, download the Caillou app. Uh, it kind of combines travel and uh, and friendships into one. Uh, what does that mean? If you're going to a concert, you can split the cost of something. Uh, you can find some other people who are going to where you're going. You can go on cruises. Uh, hiking, you know, shooting at the range, whatever you guys do, um, and you can you can see who the people are, which is nice. So it's uh, it's kind of like Airbnb, uh, Facebook, and Tinder combined into one. Yeah, and I'm saying Tinder because you can see the people. And uh, I've gotten several emails from people hooking up on them, and uh, good on you. Uh, hey, it's free, and you're also free to live your life how you want. Go to Caillou. 
uh, app on your phone and just download it. Again, free, no strings attached. That's K-A-Y-U. Um, big fan of those guys. And uh, now we're going to hop into uh, a special episode with Edie Patterson. Whoa! Whoa! What just Whoa. happened? <laughs> what just you happened? got her to drink yeah. You got her. Uh, we yes. got her. We got her. We finally got her. Yeah. Fan, <laughs> fan fave. Uh, one of my favorite actresses. We've worked with her a million times. Edie Patterson, Hi. ladies and gentlemen. Hi guys. Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> For any St. James Street James fan, she's. Peters. Peters. Right. <laughs> For vice principals fans, oh, you man. shot Gamby. I did. You sh- yes. shot Gamby. I, I called it, by the way. I know you did, and, and you it made could... me very nervous every time you would say something. I was like, you fucking shot Gamby, and you never told me. No. Uh, and you didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. Oh, so you saw the scene. No, no, no. So I, I was. I watched the movie. It was, di- di- I mean, uh, the, the series. Yeah. Die Hard fan. At the end of season one, Gamby gets shot, yep. and that was the cliffhanger in season two. Yep. And I sat there. I was with my wife, and I was like... I fucking think Edie shot Gamby. <laughs> and then you put up a promo for season two on your mm-hmm. Instagram. And I, I was like, it was like, who shot Gamby? And I go, I fucking think you did. Yep. And Rough House, who is Danny McBride's production company, yep. liked my comment. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck. There's a subtle hint. I was right. She shot Gamby. And, she, and my wife looks at me. Jesse goes, she goes, she didn't fucking shoot Gamby. Like, there's no way. Her weird character. There's no fucking way she shot Gamby. Sure enough, you shot Gamby. I did shoot Gamby. That and took a dark turn in that show. It, it's it really sure dark did. Turn. It got real fatal attraction. Yeah. 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 But I thought real it was fast. funny because it was. It was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why I'm amped about it is, to, to me at least, there hasn't been a lot of, and we've said this on the show a hundred times, there hasn't been a lot of great, really great fucking balls out hilarious comedies in the last four or five years. This show broke the mold for me where I was like, oh, "Oh, finally, there's something fucking weird and hilarious. Yeah. When you shot the pilot, you would hit me up and you were like, dude, I got a show for you that I'm doing. You're going to fucking love this show. Yeah. And sure enough, every Sunday night, I was nine o'clock, HBO just killing it. Oh, yeah. When's it coming back on? And now it's it's off after two seasons. I'm yeah, sad. they always wanted to do just two seasons because they wanted to do like two semesters of a school year. And um, I think probably, you know, everyone would have liked them to make more. You could The story left itself. You could have gone for years with that show. Yeah. I mean, those guys are so smart, though, that they're just like they wanted it to just be one awesome thing and not drag it. And then you just know? move on to, to yeah. another project. Yeah, totally. Is, when you say that, those guys, who are you talking about? You're talking um, about Danny and those guys, gotcha. Danny McBride. Yeah. Um, who, who's his little crew? Jody Hill. Danny yeah. McBride. So he and Jody wrote the initial thing, which was a movie. And then, um, they just decided it had more to it than just a two hour story. So yeah, he and Jody Hill wrote it and then Jody directed the first season and then David Gordon Green directed the second season. Um, and they all did Eastbound and Down together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that they're, they're from like a, I want to say a small college in North Carolina they went to yeah, go to they, film school. <clears throat> those guys and um, some of the writers, this dude Jeff Fradley, um, a, bunch of, a bunch of their pals like... Uh, on the set who work on stuff with them all went to North Carolina School of the Arts. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy that that tiny little college produced that much talent. Um, yeah. Rarely yeah. happens. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I, it must be a good school. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I, look, I live in North Carolina. The only thing I've heard about, oh yeah, Danny McBride and those guys went there. Oh, really? No, I, yeah, no idea about the rest of it. <laughs> Super tiny. Uh, when you got that role, were you like, holy fuck, I can't, I finally got something that this is like. I mean, I was so stoked because I, I already loved those guys from Eastbound and stuff. And um, I have always thought Danny was hilarious from his movies and from Eastbound. And um, so, yeah, I was beyond stoked because I, I felt like I would get them too. And um, and I totally did, and they totally got me, and it was just like instantly fun. That's awesome. One of yeah. your favorites from Justified, Walt Walt Goggins, yeah. is yeah. in it. Yeah, who's fucking he's so good. He's so so you weren't let down then. Once you got on the show, like, zero. Like that was a fun two season. Like they were awesome. They were awesome. I and dude, I came in hot with my expectations of like. This is gonna be rad, and it was way more rad than I thought. It would oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Never yeah. happens. Never happens. Usually it's a letdown. Yeah, like usually you're trying to convince your brain, like, "Hey, take it easy, kid." <laughs> Just like <laughs> don't have expectations. But I couldn't. I couldn't not be excited. And then it, yeah, way surpassed. Do you guys improv on a show like that a lot, or is it pretty scripted? It is pretty scripted, but we, Danny and I, improvised a fair amount because we would always find stuff in the scenes that. Um, even if it was something physical or there was always stuff changing and growing in it. Um, we never would change like plot stuff when we were improvising. And, sure. Like, n- yeah. No big things would ever change. Yeah. You're yeah. just changing words and dialogue. Yeah, We and, always yeah. left it kind of open, which was so fun, which is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, if we could start at the beginning, where are you from originally? Texas City, Texas. Really? Great yeah. place. I don't, you know Texas City? Oh yeah. You do, dude? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm from How? Texas. Where'd you grow up? Fort Worth and Houston. Both oh. those two places. Oh, wow. like Fort Worth, Houston, and then a little bit of Kansas City. Crazy. So, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. yeah, unless someone's from around Houston, they don't know where Texas yeah, City spring, is. Spring, spring, Texas, the old Spring Cafe. I remember eating uh-huh. there a lot as a kid. I've been in Houston twice in the last year on accident. Um, and <laughs> once my team made the Super Bowl, so we went. And yep. uh, I, we had another interview down there like two, was two weeks ago. The weather is so weird. Oh, dude. Right around that area where it was just like a rainstorm would come in. Mm-hmm. Houston might as well be a jungle. I mean, it is. It's like Florida. It is. It's it is so yeah, why, why is that? Is I it, guess because it's, it's I mean, I, I always assumed that because Texas City is near Galveston and it's on the water. That I always assumed it's because it's on the water. Gotcha. But yeah, it is the most balmy. So are you between Freeport and Galveston? Uh, It's more like between Galveston and like, I don't know, the close cities are like yeah. Lamarck, Santa okay. Fe, Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you come out of a tiny town in Texas with no southern accent <laughs> and know, wanting to weird. do comedy like a female comedy you had to be the only one in your town it's weird um so <clears throat> the accent thing is hilarious because i never tried to lose my accent my but like my mom my dad um my sister doesn't have much of one but my family has an accent and my cousins and but i went to school in texas at texas state and when i would come home to visit i can remember my uncle kenny going why are you talking funny? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, dude. But I guess it just started going away. And I don't know why. So it wasn't a clear thing. Because I'm from Georgia. 
when I came home, I remember a distinct conversation with my mom at six years old. I said, uh, Mom, I'm fixing to go do this. And she was like, whoa, we're from the north. You're not fixing to do anything. <laughs> so I would, have to it, I would have to repeat it back to her. Oh, I'm sorry, Mother. I'm yeah. going to go outside and fix uh-huh. my bike on my own. Uh-huh. She was like, great. And then she kept saying, when you're older, you're not going to want that accent. And sure enough, she's oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Because look, besides McConaughey, there mm-hmm. isn't anybody who has a consistent southern accent in Mm-mm. every single thing they do. No. Because it's too tough. You can't cast them in shit. Yeah. I mean, you have to be like at his level where it's just like. You write it people, in. People want him because he's him. Yeah. You can't really chameleon out if you can't like not have your accent. Yeah. I yeah. know. <laughs> I know. So was your, was your dream as a kid? Were you a big SNL every every Saturday? Would you want to be on Saturday Night Live? Um, yeah. I, for sure. I loved SNL and. Um, wanted to be on it but I also just I loved anything like that I I loved um Tracy Allman I loved uh later on I loved all the Chris Lilly stuff and like um yeah I just liked funny things I love Lucy Mm, yeah I know you know what we never were that wasn't on like we had those those channel we didn't have cable so we had those three channels that were like a higher number that showed yeah, reruns yeah, yeah, yeah. and i love lucy wasn't one of the reruns really that came on yeah what was your old school reruns we had like brady bunch um weirdly like green acres oh yeah um in georgia we had weird shit like that it was yeah. little house green acres uh-huh. and andy griffith like uh-huh. wow. griffin or it, <laughs> yeah. it was on non-stop yeah yeah the beverly hillbillies yeah uh-huh yeah we had yeah. beverly hillbillies um and Gilligan's Island for a while. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. God. But not a ton of I Love we had, Lucy. We had Gilligan's. Yeah. That's what mm. would be on when I got home from school. Yeah, my mm-hmm. mom was a huge I Love Lucy fan. So like every time. It's awesome. She was she was watching that all the time. She was like, this is the best comedy you'll ever find. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and it's, as a woman, it's probably true. Like Lucy was she, I mean, physical she's, yeah, and, she's rad. Yeah. Yeah. She was like going for it before before anyone else was. So when you got here, did you immediately start the Groundlings? Because I know you're in the Groundlings. <clears throat> yeah, I um, I had been improvising um, in Texas, and I started yeah pretty immediately. I went to see a show at the Groundlings, and was sort of like, oh fuck, they do what I like. They do characters. Yeah. And so I yeah I immediately started taking class there, and I immediately started improvising with um and with this other group too that we do improvise plays. Like we're in a residency right now at the Broad stage. Yeah, and, you would um, love this actually because she, she, you go like two hours, yeah, two, three with hour an shows with costumes and sets, full but it's improv. made up. What? Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want in. I know. That's right, yeah. right up your alley. It's, it, it's spectacular to see. I've been yeah. in a long time, and I and I saw it because I follow you on Instagram. I see that you're still doing it. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, we're just, that's that group's called Impro Theater, and we um our next style that we're doing at the Broad stage is uh, Twilight Zone, and we do. 22 minute episodes so we do like four episodes <laughs> in a show fuck um and uh yeah we try to keep it true to the style of the show which was 20 minute 22 minute episodes and um yeah then we do another one and then we do another one wow we- but you came up with all of those people in the groundlings like Kristen wig well Kristen was before me okay so um she yeah she was just like a little um uh, was melissa mccarthy before me yeah, um, they were both like ahead of me. Sure, in the in the program? in the company before I was, but um, yeah, I did a couple of main shows with Melissa, and for sure those those chicks were around when I was coming up, which was rad. Who made it out of that crew besides you? With with uh... I mean, dude, I feel like so many people are doing cool stuff. Um, the so the 
the person I got into the main company with um, was my pal Mikey Day, and he's on SNL. Mikey right Day's now. in SNL, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, we were the two that got in at that point when I got in. Um, sheesh, I feel like the the, the list is endless. Um, I'm thinking right now of people who were in like who not not necessarily are older than me, but were older than me in the groundlings right. process of things, and like. Yeah, Melissa and Ben and Jim Rash and um, Nat Faxon. And uh, and you auditioned for an SNL too, right? I went and tested a few years ago and it was very um, crazy because I found out I was going like literally a day and a half before. So it was oh, shit. completely stressful and overwhelming and um, weird like writing on the airplane and yeah. trying to memorize and just like fever dream shit. Yeah. You know? And you have to do what four celebrities and four characters or is it two and two? I don't remember. I, I think it's yeah. Three and three or yeah. something. Yeah. Who are um, your, who are your celebrity impressions? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. We went down this road last yeah. night. Yeah. There we, go. Uh, we had Jonathan Kite. who's a good. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah great he was on last night. Yeah. Did he go test at some point? Yeah, 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 he had. Uh, yeah, and you did too, right, Ross? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you keep going back. Mm-hmm. They won't if you don't hear a no. They keep inviting you back like year after year. Sure. And then once you hear a no, it's done. Got like it. You're you're done with that. And, Got it. Uh, yeah. When I I remember where I was. I don't know I, if I ever heard a no. So who knows? Oh, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're still that was good. A long then. time ago there. Because look, Leslie Jones is fifty fucking years old. Mm-hmm. There's no reason you couldn't go back and and do it. Oh please, yeah. Crush like yeah, <laughs> you, you would crush on there. Um, but, but yeah, know, who you, knows? I may be working on other stuff. So yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but still, like fuck, it'd be nice to hear a call. Like hey guys, yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. rad on Vice Principal. Yeah, you want to give it, me a little jangle? <laughs> And give me more than a day and a half and I can come in and wreck shit. <laughs> Who yeah. are your celebrities? Uh, dude, I did the weirdest ones because I had in my head, like, I always liked um, that, like, Will Ferrell would do <clears throat> old people that, like, people aren't really thinking of. But that, obscure impressions. Yeah. This is what we were yeah. talking that about yesterday. you see it and you go like, oh, fuck, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Harry Carey. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Um, so I did Sally Kellerman, which nobody, I'm sure they were all like, what the fuck? I'm sure there was like a Wikipedia, like Sally Kellerman. I'm sure. I'm sure people were like not watching me is and like home alone? typing into I, Google. I don't, I'm going to have no. to look up Sally Kellerman right now. It's this woman for like from 1970s movies. And um, oh she was my like, God, yes. she was like the original um, Hot Lips in the Mash She was movie. in uh, oh, Back to yeah. School. I, I yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yes. a great obscure one. We were doing obscure yeah. ones last Rodney night that Dangerf- only we love. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield's <laughs> love interest back to school yes yes, yes. <laughs> so what did your reps say when you that said was right, but the no, I'm sure they were just Kellerman. like um sounds good <laughs> but I didn't see I didn't know the name but the minute your voice you did the voice yeah. it immediately popped in my head I was like I know exactly what you're talking honestly, about I'm sure it was like game over the second I went and next up, Sally Kellerman. <laughs> I'm sure they're like, uh, get her the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do your Sally Kellerman one more time. It's just, um, it's very sensual. <laughs> and uh, I feel like she says all her S's, almost like an S age. <laughs> and I just feel like everything in everything to her is like incredibly exciting <laughs> <laughs> nailed it oh who else who else yeah who else did you do if um, sally kellerman was your lead-in yeah you know, but that one was my fave <laughs> yeah um 
Let's see. I know I did Amy Winehouse, which was like, I regret in retrospect. Because I don't even know what that was. It was just like Cockney accent with like some dumb song I wrote. You know what I mean? It wasn't great. Um, who was the third one? Oh, the third one was maybe like, I don't know, maybe Penelope Cruz. <laughs> no way. You've got a Penelope Cruz? I don't know. I don't know if I have a Penelope Cruz. <laughs> that's what I did. And let's it was, hear your go at Penelope it Cruz. It was dumb. Let me think. It was basically like sort of, Sort of a baby voice bun with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I threw a wig on for that one. <laughs> like you needed a wig to complete yeah, yeah. the Penelope yeah. Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, your original characters are my favorite. Because uh, again, I follow you online. Bean Dip was one of my favorites. Bean Who Dip was pretty, uh, pretty fun. Uh, how would you describe I, I, She's very aggressive. Very aggressive. Um, uh, kind of on the spectrum, I would say. Yep. Quite yeah. possibly what? sunburnt. Um, <laughs> um, oh yeah. Very like uh, I don't know. Coming in hot. Quit like it's questionable whether she's like physically clean or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but weirdly is v- incredibly confident, and um, I feel like um, fucks all comers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but and I think they're happy to do it. Like I think probably fucks the guy at the gas station and then Thar- Charlize Theron. This like is a week later. Yeah, 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 bean dip. Can you do a little bean dip for for Jared? It's my yeah, okay. it's one of my favorite characters. Um, but bean dips is like, this is like coming in hot man. It's like if you if you want to try to get some advice from me, I'll give I'll give you advice because it's like it's like they say, man, if you go if you want to get with somebody, you would have. You better have your gay face, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you would do it in like department stores. Like, I did do it in Target once. I yes. fucking died because I was like, if anybody passed by and saw you like this, because it's 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 like a bob. It's, it's like, a, like a the haircut's like, like a, a bowl cut. Yeah, it's like men's hair. Yeah. Oh god. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. the it's the fucking best. And, and I just saw you on TV the other night. What are you working on right now? Um, let's see. I did like um five episodes of that new Tracy Morgan thing. Maybe you saw a preview. Yeah, for that. How, yeah. How how is it? A real fun dude. Is it? Is yeah. he fucking crazy? He. I mean, to me, he just seemed like like an artist, like a little kid, like totally fucking raw artist. And I I loved that he. I think he. We vibed super well because he. Um, he liked that I could improvise, and so he knew yeah. he never had to throw the same thing at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a fucking blast with him. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think he's so funny. Dude, yeah. We need to bring her in on your concept for our special shows, Stevie Beans. Oh, uh, for Stevie Beans, Stevie yeah, yeah. Beans? Well, she did. She was in Darnell Dawkins' Mouth Guitar Legend. Um, <laughs> tell, her, tell her about this idea. Yeah, we, we want to do a, like a whole podcast series of fake like rock stars oh, from the 70s. That's yeah, awesome. Fake 70s but rock not tell stars. anybody, like, you know, flip it, grain it, like yes. skip the toys you, and yeah, shit. You've got but just it. drop 10, never talk about it, never uh, promote dude. it, and then just leave them out in the world. That's um, awesome. And see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's But we're so telling good. stories. Like, we came up with a story about how one of the roadies accidentally fucking cut his dick off. And yeah, the burrito I, brothers. I did co- cocaine through the guy's... Through the guy's dick. The man, oh! like, through the, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Through the urethra. Used his dick as a straw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you still have that tube, and it was just like... <laughs> I, I needed to haul about the yeah. tube. What was your name? To, to, oh, fuck, I forget. 
Because I, I was Stevie. You were Stevie Beans. Yeah, but I know I know we were the Burrito Brothers. <laughs> yeah. And that was your band? Yeah, that was the band, yeah. And we traveled around in this the, van. The Burrito Brothers. The Burrito Brothers, yeah. And it was just a tortilla on the outside of the van. No name underneath it. And it was just like, oh. And we're both from the UK. Yeah. Like, but we're, we're, we're not from here, yeah. but we're the Burrito Brothers. And it's, uh, yeah, we were handing out tortillas to fans and shit. Signing tortillas. Um, just the fucking Burrito Brothers. And I think we we're going to work on that this fall. Yeah. Um, That's because awesome. it's just like and just drop only 10 and it's just That's the so show is just us recounting our life <laughs> touring in the 70s as this band and it's a 10 series and thing. we just make and it then, up as we go yeah That's and then like, just leave great. it but not tell anyone in the world that we're in it yeah nothing and just be like hey and it's just like hey man did you guys get the fucking burrito brother yeah what is this <laughs> what is this I don't, like he he sniffed it's cocaine through a guy's dick like he was snorting it through a guy's dick and once it started to de- decay they formaldehyded it and then plaster casted it. It was like, oh, well, I mean, I, you know, I didn't want his dick to die too. So he keeps the dick with him. Um, well, then it was good luck. <laughs> yeah. And that would be a fucking blast. And that's it. Like you have her Amazing. on like three episodes as, as our tour manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these two were a fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> Did you decide why you're called the Burrito Brothers? No, no. There is no thing like we had seen a Mexican well, once he as a just child. Gave me the idea and I was like I want my name to be Stevie Beans. Steve, Stevie <laughs> Beans. But, but it was it was one of these things where these two British guys had seen a Mexican kid like growing up on the side of the road eating yeah. a burrito and mm-hmm. I was like oh man America must be Yeah the but best. you're pacing you're you're the drummer. Yeah. What you came up with then do you remember? Oh, like I remember you, the pacing of how it. you would you would just repeat whatever I was doing and then you'd go off. Two word answers. Like, that's, that's right. <laughs> no great like everything I was guess. like that yeah 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 <laughs> alright I, I suppose um, yeah we were talking about obscure impressions last night with, with somebody else those are my favorite by the way mine too I love them yeah I, it, it's my it's one of my favorite things to do but I remember when I, the last round I went for the audition for SNL mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my, when's the last time you went? It was uh, 2010, uh-huh. I think, was the last time we submitted. And like, uh, there was impressions that my agent was like, it's too obscure. Got so it. So I was just going through the tape going, obscure, 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 <laughs> obscure. And I was like, those are all my favorite, man. Like, yeah. the other shit, everybody's, you know, those are totally. people you expect. I, I, well, you know, I have, a, I have a really good Bert. You do? Yeah, yeah. I do. God. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> How about kids? Yeah, yeah. It's almost identical. <laughs> yeah, it's you almost can never identical. tell. No. How about a hundred mountain lion? Yeah. I don't sound yeah, like yeah. that. Bert, really do, here's the thing. Bert does an accent if for you this close show. Close your eyes. No. But that's his real never voice. Know that is not my real voice. Talking. And if you guys are going to pick on me, I'll get up and walk right out of this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't give a shit. And, I, and I'm taking my black oh, rifle coffee cup. Black rifle me. coffee cup with me. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you guys. What, what what's the role you want to play the most? What's your dream role? Ooh we, because we've been asking this all week. We're doing a celebrity march madness mm-hmm. of everybody's faves. Steve Howie was he wanted to be an action an action comedian mm-hmm. star. Yeah, yep. action yeah. comedy. Um, <clears throat> I just I really dig. I mean, maybe as I'm talking, I can get more specific. Ghostbusters reboot too. <laughs> Well, that was a mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> I would go. I don't know. I just like really. Um, I like really dark and real stuff. Same, yeah. Um, I like stuff that. Uh, dark and real, like what? Like name a movie. 
Well, like if you take vice principles, mm-hmm. it got so dark it and got, real it got at the really, end. Yeah. It got really that, dark towards the end. And you were getting creepier and creepier. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. This would be great in another movie. Like, you know. Sure. To really go dark. Yeah. Dark with it. Yeah. The, well, there's something about the way those guys wrote that, too, that like and the way that they filmed it where you could just you just had to mean what you said. It was just was all about like doing good acting. You never had to think about like, how do I make this funny? Right. Cause it was like, just say this like you mean it, even if it's fucking absurd that a person would say this. Yeah. <laughs> and then because you mean it, it's hilarious. That's my favorite stuff. Um, that, that's mine too. Like Jared and I were talking after the tiger episode where the tiger eats yeah. the fucking trainer inside yeah. the school. I was like, ah, boy. Because to me, that series when it started, when they burned down the house, the principal's house, yeah. that's when it started. Oh, that's yes. when the show really started for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then the tiger eating that trainer in school, I was like, okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, there's this show um, that I love that I haven't watched in a while, but I love it. And they they pull off a similar thing. The first season, especially this, it's this British show called Nighty Night. Did you ever see that? No. I mean, it's so crazy, but it's just this like fucking nightmare of a woman. And she's so funny. Cause she just like, Is unapolo- it on Netflix? probably okay. she just unapologetically like wants what she wants. It's called Nighty Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nighty Night. You'll she- look it up. She basically wants the guy who lives next door who's married to a woman with a disease. I forgot what disease she has. But this woman is just like relentlessly trying to like take everything this woman has. Oh, my God. And there's it's incredibly dark. (laughs) But I just like that. It's just like they just go for it. There's no apologizing. There's no. I got it. Now I got to watch it. It's great. That first season is great. Nighty nights. And it's British. Mm hmm. Oh man! Yeah, it's so good. The Brits do everything before us, anyways. Where you're just like, yeah, yeah, because they're they, yeah, they they get not afraid. I think where we get afraid, like it's so cool when you watch a British show and you go like, oh my god, they just went ahead and got yeah, that's it. They just went ahead and got the funniest people. And right. The, like it doesn't. It doesn't happen in that America guy like doesn't that. have to look like a Ken doll. They just got the funniest guy. Yeah. And now through watching like three episodes of it. I can fall in love with that guy and his weirdness because I feel like this is my show. Like yeah. I'm watching my thing, but yeah, I feel like they're, they're so good at that. at just putting who's right on it instead of like, well, we've got to give them something gorgeous, you right. know? Exactly. Exactly. Nobody, nobody cares about that. No. I think about like, I don't know, but cheers or which I was weirdly obsessed with when I was Roseanne. a little, little kid. Roseanne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you look at who was on Roseanne. Yeah. Oh, there yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. an attractive person on no, that show. Not yeah, at all. but like John Goodman was so Funny. weirdly attractive. And like everyone <laughs> on Cheers was so strangely attractive. And it's because they were funny and awesome. Wings. Yeah. Wings. Wings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. That guy's time. still working, Thomas. Yes. Uh, I mean, in a lot. Uh, yep. Um, a lot. I. You know where I could see her on is Rick and Morty. I. You got me into Rick oh, and Morty. I yes. Love that. Oh my oh God, my that would be great. You're a huge Rick and Morty fan, and you got all. Her. Yeah, you got all of us into it, and I was just like, oh fuck. So I, when I was watching it on the plane, I was like, oh, f- you know what would be great? And this is Edie. God, I would love that. Do you ever, you ever work with Dan Harmon or, or or any of those guys? Um, no, I. Uh, I like have friends who know him and I kind of know, um, you know, his old partner, Rob Schraub, who's awesome. Um, but yeah, I haven't worked with Dan ever. I would love to. I wonder Shit. how many seasons that's going to go. 
Uh, as no long way. as he can stay sober. Um, <laughs> he's he's a he's by sober? his own by the way, his own admittance, he's a nightmare. Um he got fired off of community. Uh and then he said a bunch of fucked up shit on Chevy Choi, Chevy Chase's voicemail. Oh that got, got leaked it. to the public. Um and he was just a, a bastard to work with. Uh, I'm the guy, fuck everybody. Got fired. Uh season didn't do well, came back to community. I refired again and then Man. spun off and it was just like, all right, this guy's mm-hmm. done. And they made a documentary about this whole period. I saw that documentary. Yeah. yeah. And, With uh, him doing Harmontown on the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he went out, did, did a podcast uh, mm-hmm. on the road. I mean, we're ahead of him. Wink. Uh, so <laughs> we are. But um, he did a podcast on the road and it was, that became massive. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back with Rick and Morty, this fucking weird thing. Yeah. And but adult, it's now. Yeah. And it, but Adult Swim is is a network that will take risk and they don't really yep. care. And especially in animated, as long as you can do your voiceovers and the writing's good, like you don't have to deal with them in person. Great. Yeah. But I think to his credit, he's changed and realized like, Hey, mm-hmm. shit's awesome. And I mean, he has awesome ideas. Yes. For and, sure. Man. And everybody said he's a nice guy now and he's back, but oh, uh, that's cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I see you working with him. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see you working with, with Wes Anderson too. Dude, me too. Like, I wish I could take people I, and pair them up to where they should be. Yes. And just give them a thank you card and be like, do your welcome later. Like, you'll see this yeah, later. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who, like, who do you think of when you're like, I, yeah, I just, I feel like at some point I will do something with Wes Anderson. Do you have anybody in your head who you're like, at some point I'm going to do a movie with that guy? I, I have an odd Nicholas Cage. Yeah. I really want Nicholas Cage to do this, uh, the sequel. We did this movie called Range 15. Yeah. It ended up being like the highest grossing independent of 2016. When we do the sequel, it is written for Nicolas Cage to come in and play my dad. Oh, great. As weird as he is, and I know he's doing a bunch of movies for taxes, he's still a fucking lights out actor. And I agree. I think if you just put him in something funny that's off kilter and not these bullshit action movies that <clears throat> are totally going straight agree. to China, he would be great again. Same as like a Robert Downey Jr. or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just needs the right vehicle. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think he's willing to wait for the money because in order to do that... He's got to cut his quote way down chance. and yeah. say, hey, but I think he owes too much money to, to, to the IRS that he doesn't huh. have a choice. Yeah. But man, <sighs> that would be such a cool move. Yeah. That could be a huge comeback. And then my, my, my last dream is to turn a night she cries while he rides a God, seat. that would be so Because the sequel's coming out this summer. Turn mm-hmm. that into, uh, there's five books total. Uh-huh. Turn each book into a season on HBO. Awesome. You're in the first book. Um, awesome. she's, oh, she's the gypsy, by the way. Uh, she's the gypsy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, who comes that's a back perfect through, fit, too. You come back through the whole thing and then just stack my friends, have Roger Deakins DP it. Mm-hmm. So everything is shot beautifully like a Western, play it all completely Amazing. dead serious, and then that be the end-all, be-all jam. And I think I'd walk away like Seinfeld after that. Do, I would. Do five seasons, never shoot awesome, anything dude. again, and then go out like that. People can call come me St. James Street James the rest of my life. I don't come care. On. And then walk, just walk away, write books and do podcasts. I'd yeah. never do anything else. And do stuff like your thing you're saying yeah. with the Burrito Brothers where you're like, exactly. here's something. Here, yeah, here's something yeah. that's weird. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Not Beyonce all of it. Drop it that day Amazing. and be like, it's out. And that would be my dream, like walk off the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I would be done. And just yeah. hang out with my, my best friends all day. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's this, awesome. This is like drinking bros and all this shit. Like, Great. how do you get a better gig than this? We travel all over, get to talk to all of our favorite The live people. stuff, like when we went to Vegas, we... We headlined we in Vegas. We, we did a live show. MGM. Yeah, Vegas, what, yeah, which place were you guys in? Uh, MGM. MGM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where I've... Um... They put us on the marquee. Yep. <laughs> all they knew was just like, yo. Like on, yeah. on the strip, we're like... Yeah. That's 
400 times bigger than a human. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was like some bucket list shit. Where you're that like, theater is rad. Yeah. I used to go with, um, so Drew Carey and a bunch of those Who's Line guys um, used to do these Super Bowl gigs at the MGM. Really? Yeah. And I would go with them. We did it like, I think I did it with them three or four years. And that theater is fun, dude. When that theater's packed out, I'm assuming it's the same theater. I, it was we another one. MGM Grand is super, it's blown up. Like, there's like a fucking mall and shit in it now. Like, it's yeah. crazy. The one they had us in faced the casino because okay. they wanted to, and now they're, Vegas it's right is, near the back escalator. So like. Yeah, it's called Level, level Up or up. something. Uh-huh. Um, and oh, what they do wow. is they put you, so they assembled a stage. And the reason being, like, it was right after the Vegas shooting. Mm-hmm. Um they're trying to get people to stay in the casinos, and they're like, "Hey, do you mind if we put you guys on every monitor in the casino? Oh. And you're going out live, <laughs> wow! So like, you can you can see all these hordes of people coming off the casino, and like, how fun! I mean, there was like 800 people like like that are there just drinking, screaming mm-hmm. shit on the stage. It's so loud you can't hear yourself. <laughs> oh um, my god! And it was 90 minutes, and like, but like all these people kept coming up on stage. Like Randy Couture came up, played harmonica. We had all our instruments up there, so we started playing music, and uh, then Randy brought his harmonica. So like at one point, like we were just doing like a gong show. Yeah, like, where I was pulling people out of the crowd. With the He's lead an, an singer from musician. All That Rem- yeah. Remains yeah. was there. Like there was uh, the guitarist from Breaking Benjamin. Like like <laughs> the amount of people that were like in the green room behind us of just our friends that showed up. Yeah, it was like uh, we'll, we'll put them on stage. It next. was a party uh, behind the party, fun. and like somebody came up. Like we had bottles. He he owns a whiskey company called Lead Slingers. So we had bottles of Lead Slingers on the stage, and like. Everybody listens to you or watches the show and they feel like they know us and we're all fucking cool. This guy, I'm 15 minutes into the show, just walks up, taps me on the shoulder from behind and he goes, uh, hey man, the whiskey. The whiskey? Uh, and I was like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you want a bottle of whiskey? And he's like, yeah, 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 just, just give me a quick pull. And I'm like, we're in the middle of the show on stage. You want the whiskey? And he's like, yeah, man, we're just hanging out. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Ross. Ross, it's me. And I'm like, I don't know you. You know? And it's like, I'm like, but I'm a drinking bro. And I was like, all right, take a quick pull. Yeah, he's he like, I pull, know you. And I start drinking after this guy. He could have had AIDS for all I know. Like, And that's the beauty and the, the fun of all of this shit is yeah. like anything goes and it's fun. And it almost feels like improv or you know, taking it back to like old school theater where it's yeah, just like it is. Because you get drunk people at your shows. You get crazy shit at the at the, at the we, late shows we, at the Groundlings. We mm-hmm. have never been heckled. Like they no. they they don't heckle. They try yeah. and insert something, and then you you go I, out I, and I, put them on the spot. Like when we did our our Denver show and our, our mostly our Colorado Springs one. That guy yelled something. You went out. All right, it's your turn. Yeah, and he's like, I, say. Uh, 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 I, I didn't really have anything to say. Yeah. <laughs> 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 one guy. We did a live show in Wilmington at this, at this brewery, and the, the beer was super strong. Craft beer, like all like ten to thirteen, like uh, Wilmington Brewery Company. It's, it's my favorite on the planet. And like uh, in the middle of the show, this guy kept screaming out things, and I was, I finally was like, "What the fuck are you saying?" And he's like, "I should be on your show." And I was like, "Great, come, come on, on up. up!" So I, I come up, have a and, seat, and I'm I'm talking to him, and I'm like, "You know what? If 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 you're awesome and rad, crazy expect sexual experience, go." And the guy starts kind of telling the story, and his fucking mom called. In his oh, hand, yeah. and I could see it, and it said "mom,", mom. and I go, "Oh, is your mommy You're calling?" You're like, "Answer that." Answer the fucking phone. So he's oh, stuck. it was while he was telling this story about yeah. him having a threesome <laughs> and getting and getting a disease in Thailand, and I go, yeah. "Tell your mom what you just told me right now," and like, 
He had to. And you could hear the <laughs> She's mom on going, speaker, oh, like oh, in the mic. no, Chris, Chris. Oh, Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris. <laughs> you are not allowed to come home for Christmas. Why don't you know me? Why do you do this to your father? <laughs> and, and then I just look at the crowd and I'm like, anyone else want to heckle? Awesome. Awesome. Because <laughs> Chris and his mom just found out about Pink Eye in fucking Thailand because he got pooped on by a stripper or whatever the, <laughs> oh. the thing was. Now we're talking. Chris, Chris had had it. Now we're talking. Now we're, we're, we're cooking. All right. Where, uh, where, where are you social media wise? Um, where can people find you? Instagrams. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's, what, your, what uh, what's your handle for all this stuff? Um, on Instagram and Twitter, Edie Patterson High. And like um, HI? Yeah. HI. Mm-hmm. Edie Patterson High. And are Hi. you, you, like, do you like social media? Because now I find that it's so necessary, obviously. Totally. That's because you, you I, I follow you all the time. Like, you should have a bigger fucking. I'm getting there. I'm getting um, better on my Instagram. Twitter, I, I don't they're know. They're all like... adding you right now. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah, adding yeah. you. Yeah. Just, I... just popping under Instagram, right? The first three pictures that pop up, I'm like, this is fucking great. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Right off the She's bat. fucking boom. hilarious. Yeah. Um, so that I'm getting better. I had like not had anything on there for, I think we actually had a weird conversation about this but i had not had anything on there i started it and then didn't do anything for literally years yeah and then a couple years ago i was like oh you know what instagram's fun i'm gonna do it but then once i thought instagram was fun i feel like instagram is the most civilized of all of them and it's like fun to look around Yeah, it's like a magazine it is yeah Yeah. and you 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 find people flip the pages and it's like oh that caught my eye let's look at that one but i sort of let twitter fall off when i got into Instagram, Twitter's and, a horrible place. Like it, it's, well, even, it's full yeah, of like even hatred. Even Facebook like, is getting there. Like no, that's, Facebook, that's, oh, yeah, Facebook yeah. is yeah. Stay real away from dicey. Reddit and 4chan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to read any political posts from anybody at all. Like, no. and it, I, that's why I'm just like, I don't care either way, either no, side. Same. Republicans just, or Democrats. I'm just, just don't like, care. let's just look live at in my life, live in my fucking yes. life. Uh, let's go around the table then. Pick one person that you follow on Instagram that that probably nobody else does that you absolutely dig. Oh, great. Yeah. Start over there. Um, the first one who pops in my head is maybe you guys already do follow her. Is um, the photographer and artist Cindy Sherman? Her shit is no so awesome. Why is it awesome? Just her her photography anyway is just amazing. And um, anytime I'm just like flipping through and one of hers comes up in my feed, it's always shocking. Like to the point that it makes me like either do a little shake or laugh out loud right yeah because her yeah her her style is so like awesomely jarring and like grotesquely beautiful yeah that's awesome yeah check her out without a cindy sherman yes and it's just at cindy sherman i think so okay what about yours yeah mine just walked in the door <laughs> oh, Brandon Mr. Rogers. Brandon Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the arguably next show. like the I think this next generation's like director to be. Like he has he yeah. has he has the most iconic style in oh, cool. in his directing and editing that that it, it rivals Guy Ritchie. Yeah, but it's, we, it has on. nothing to do with his. But awesome. it's not saying but he copies com- his style, but he has his most the most original. 
original style that that eventually you will be able to pick out his films and go, ooh, that's a Brandon yeah, Rogers c- film. Comedically, because uh, I, I hadn't, you were a huge fan. So we, we when we checked in a couple of days ago, he was just like, hey man, I want to show you these videos. I had no idea what they were. Mm-hmm. This fucking guy murdered it, and he's playing like. 80 different characters. He shoot, but and he's all talking to himself. Oh, come shot, on. I'm, I'm you're going to have to watch one of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are so and fucking I was like, good. They're so, they're so wild and weird that it was just like, and brilliant that you're like, what the fuck? And I was like, what, what is it, like 10 views or whatever? And he's like, no, he's got like 2 million followers. And I was like, how the fuck am I this late to the game? And this is the reason yeah, I asked this how question. I, how do I, like, that's exactly what I like and yes. what I like to do. I'm like, how do I not know this dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. But, yeah. But, I don't and know. When you watch now it, you do. Mm-hmm. We watched like, fuck, like 40 minutes worth of videos. Yeah. Like, all in a row, <laughs> dying laughing with like 12 strangers drinking the other night. And it was just like, Holy shit! There is amazing people yeah, out Curtis there. Curtis Lepore right. was here. Like, yeah, what the fuck is this? I need it. All of us it, 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 like tore our scalp open, and we were like, you could see the brain moving. We were like, oh, this guy's awesome. But that's why I asked this question: is try to get people yeah, known get that are awesome. Who's yours? Mine, and I don't. I follow the guy, watches movies, but Josh Brolin has. Ah, I yeah. love Brolin. I follow yeah. Brolin. His Instagram is one of like one post is super profound with it's an, great. an incredible yeah. message, and the next. Next one is him and his wife, and she's plucking ear hairs out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just it's it's the goofiest, he craziest, wildest. Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but his, his Instagram is the one that I always stop at, and I'm like, how is this fucking guy doing this shit on Instagram? It's just funny, man. It's just super funny. Mm-hmm. So Josh, it's yours. Uh, mine is actually on your show. It's Walt Goggins. His is great. So, but it's, it's great. great for a different reason mm-hmm. where. He just seems because I love him as an actor. He's one mm-hmm. of my favorite actors. Justified. Have I told you the story? My my connection to Walt. No, no. Walton. So, 2007 got back from a a pretty interesting Iraq trip. It was a heavy. It was a hard working trip. Mm-hmm. Got back and I would just reboot. Like I would get so much leave saved up in the military that I had 30 days of leave and I would take it. So I took leave. I would go to like Australia by myself and just rent a. a a uh, Land Rover or something drive. Anyway, went to Thailand, got hooked up at the Marriott Hotel in Phuket with a dive trip. And it was kind of the off season. So it was super slow. You go, you sign up for, you know, to go scuba diving. And they're like, Hey, we're going to pair you up with this guy. Get in the van the next morning, at like eight o'clock to drive to the boat. Cause it was a boat dive. And I'm sitting there looking at the guy they paired me up with and they said his name and it didn't register. And again, the guy was just so laid back and nice and talking to everybody and has this accent. He's talking about being from Georgia and his mom and this and that. It just didn't register. You know, you meet somebody famous every now and then you're like, how the fuck do I know this person? Did I go to school with them? Well, it ended up being, it ended up being Walton Goggins and he was my dive partner for a bunch of dives on a dive boat. Wow. That's crazy. So this gets even weirder. So I got the chance with history channel to go to the white house last year. Oh, and dude. staying at the JW Marriott right across, right by the White House. And they said, hey, there's going to be other people from, from History six. Channel shows. Yeah, that, from six that are on this thing. I had not talked to the guy. I took a bunch of pictures of the dive, sent him the emails. We traded emails. I took. He actually eventually on that dive trip had told me, you know, he's like, well, I'm in entertainment. And I'm like, well, you look super familiar to me. He finally said, well, I'm on Sons of Anarchy. Uh-huh. And it was like, holy shit, boom, I know exactly who you are. Well, I walk out of the elevator at the JW Marriott to go to the White House with this group of people with History Channel, and he's standing right there, and I had no clue he was going to be there. He's looking at me and looking at me, and there's conversations going on, and he's with a bunch of actors, and he walks over and he goes, 
did we dive together in Thailand in 2007? <laughs> and even better, this is who the, this is how fucking sharp this guy is. He goes, your name is Bert, right? But the guy Amazing. remembered my name 10 years later. He's on every big TV show. He's a huge fucking actor. He's going to be even bigger actor. But that was my Walton Goggins story. But the guy literally remembered me after I 10 years that. on a dive trip, remembered my fucking name. And nobody cued him up for this. I had never sure. told anybody at history the story never told anybody anything but man i was super fucking blown away by the guy just i'm happy super you told blown this away. story this is why i follow him is his pictures he seems like the most interesting man in the world where he's on a dive or he's hunting or he's distilling gin mm -hmm. yes. or, or yeah. whiskey yeah. yeah he's got mulholland distilling now they make um yeah whiskey. yeah and he's always like like these cool like black and white photos mm -hmm. where he's just Having a having a smoke like mm -hmm. in a drink, and it seems like he's <laughs> yep. in Havana one day, and the next day he's you know at a premiere, and you're like, man, what what do you do like all the time? He seems yeah. so worldwide, and I enjoy following him. And every post is like love, and ah, totally, this is the best I've had. He is ever. for real, like for real cool, like. The idea of cool that I had when I was a kid from like uh, yeah. watching high yeah, school yeah, yeah. movies of like. Not that, you know, not the like jock that's cool, but like the actual fucking cool guy. Like the loner cool. who is really cool. Where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, the is smart, that? Well, that's the what smart it is. one. Yeah. He would, he when we, we went to dinner that night in DC after the White House and we had met uh, Michelle Obama and went to dinner and he was just talking. And I'm, I'm guessing his politics and mine, if we sat down, probably don't line up spot on. Sure. But we got into a conversation about the shows he's on and what you guys do as actors and vice principals. And we just talked, uh, you know, earlier with uh, Steve Howie about it, that, you know, when people in the military are deployed, we don't give a fuck about politics when you're sitting in your bunk watching TV. The two things you have, and JT and I have talked about this, the two things you have when you're deployed is your family at home or your friends and then TV and music. Mm -hmm. So right. when you watch an actor, politics don't fucking matter. I don't care what your politics are. When you're deployed, your escape when you get back from missions and stuff. The OC. Is music. Mm -hmm. and, we all watch and the actors, OC. And, and actresses and actors. And I had a great conversation with him about that. And it was like, man, what you guys do, your craft, whatever kind of show it is, when people are deployed, that's their escape. Right. Yeah, and he was awesome. super receptive to it and just a just a fucking class act, a lot of fun, super animated, fun to be around. Just a good dude. That's I, awesome. I, I was, I was really, stuff. really impressed by him. Yeah, I, me too, continuously. Just really impressed by by how he treats people and interacts with them. And it mm -hmm. wasn't just me. It was every single person that night at the White House watching him. He's just so engaging. He anyway. really is, man. And like, <clears throat> um, yeah, it was really um, inspiring and educational to get to watch him work and then to get to hang out and, you know, become friends and like, cause he's that thing you're saying of like that you guys did dives together and then he knew you like he's, he's locked in. If he's in that present moment with you well, and this was, he's this fucking was, there. This was almost 12 years, 10, 11 years later. Yep. Walking out of an elevator and he just kept looking at me. I'm like, man, I wasn't going to say anything and bother him, but, and then he's the one that walked over. He's like, we did a dive together in Thailand. Your mm -hmm. name is Bert. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's but, awesome. It, great show. But anyway, vice principals, like 
your character on that show was <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, I love it. It's like, awesome. especially like, what, how, just, how you start to, to love her, and then you're like, oh, that's oh, crazy. Wow. That's okay. crazy. Yeah. That is that's the awesome. definition no, of crazy. But I'd still do it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's yeah. crazy. That's, that's what I yeah. that's, that's exactly it. Not to be a creep, but watching No, that's like, awesome. She yeah. is crazy. But that's, but that's what I wanted to happen because I, I love, I love and loved her. And I was like, God, I feel so bad for her. Um, cause all she wants is like what everyone else wants. She wants like a rad boyfriend and to fucking party and like, yes. she, wants, <laughs> she wants a fun life. Yeah. So like, I always felt bad for her. And I, so I'm glad you sometimes had like emotions and yes. like feelings for her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, really well, well is, done. This is the point in the show where you get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, it is somebody that inspired you or is influential in your life and helped you get to where you are today. Uh, who awesome. would that person be as the drinking bro of the week? Wowie, wowie, dude. That's great. Um, okay. I got to go two right now. Okay. If that's cool. Go ahead. Yo, so one is my who's bond who you know dan o'connor yes your, your husband yep my who's bond your who's bond <laughs> yes. your who's bond um who's just a coming and going dope smart um fun dude who i um i don't know it's fun i think you probably have this with with your lady we with jesse like um I know I can be as much of a fucking idiot as I want to be. And I get this weird satisfaction from like him rolling his eyes and going, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We just talked about that last night. You did? If I can make my my wife laugh just one time. Yes. She's so unimpressed by me. Yes. Everything I do. That one weird thing where I finally got her. she'll, She'll laugh and then she'll be like, you got me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if right, I can make me. Dan scream and go like, oh, God. And I'll yeah. go like, yes, yeah. I got you. Um, so, yeah, he's just, he's rad. So I got to give him a shout out. And then the other shout out I got to give to um, Danny McBee, man. Just like, I don't know, for that thing of like, um, I only know this phrase in the bad way. And for him, I mean it in the best way. You know, that thing of like the fish stinks from the head and like when something's shitty, it's because whoever at top on top is making it shitty. (laughs) His is the opposite of like, if the fish is awesome, it's from the head. And I feel like that whole experience on vice principles was fucking dope coming and going because he has such a rad mindset and is such a smart dude that's awesome yeah that's awesome well look we're all a huge fan of his uh that show in particular you um we've done i don't know five or six movies over the year it's like look and we always chat and hang out and and everything but like it's it's good to get you on the show for an hour and just hear about your life and and everything else and continued success no one deserves it more than you. Uh, Edie Patterson, thank you for being on the thank show. You. Thanks, uh, Ross. For Jared Taylor, Burt Koontz, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Edie Patterson. Show her some love on Instagram. Go to at Edie Patterson High and uh, tell her thank you for being on the Drinking Bros. Isn't it crazy we're not related? I know. I know. <laughs> I always said I would lie like if I got super famous and then you'd be my sister and then I'd drag you up and be like, yes, yes my fucking sister. You better hire her. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Good night. Good night.